welcome disc golfers to the hitting the line podcast the third installment of our solo pod series i am your host jad and as many of you may know my brother who is usually with me is on the john muir trail where he has been away from civilization for three weeks now and so there we have it this is the third installment of the solo pod this is episode eight and we're coming off a uh woulda shoulda coulda type of week and what i mean by that is if ezra woulda if barella shoulda woulda coulda then we'd have had would have had collected all the money. And so last week we were at the Ledgestone Insurance Open. And of course we played on both Lake Eureka and Northwood Black. Northwood Black being the new never before seen course. And has quickly been dubbed the toughest course in disc golf history. We got two rounds there which you like to see. Uh, but unfortunately the last round of Lake Eureka was uh, lightninged out. They had to cancel it due to the weather conditions. And so we only got one round at Lake Eureka. The All of the money this week was won at Northwood. It almost didn't matter. Of course, it matters what you shoot, but the scores were so spread out across Northwood between the players that, I mean, you, I mean, Paul freaking Uliberry had like a plus 13 and like a two down the next day. Of course, we we chased the over on him on the final day and somehow he improves his score by 15 strokes. We only needed him to like not improve by like eight and he did by 15. That's some amateur type shit. Uh, so that's, that's what it was like this week for us uh, out on the course. Of course, Ricky and Calvin had to take home the dual championship. And I actually heard them say in an interview afterwards that uh, whoever shoots better at Idlewild this week actually gets to take home the trophy because they had to share the trophy. Obviously, there was only one first-place trophy made. And on the women's side, Paige tore it up. And I think it's shout-out to, uh, I think it's Maria Olivia or Oliva. I'm not looking at the name right now. I hope I didn't butcher it. I, I believe she had a great showing as well. Maybe took second. Could be butchering that as well, too. But that's the name I've been I've been seeing this week on the FPO side is the real story outside of uh, Paige Pierce averaging a thousand across uh, the tournament. And so the story everybody's talking about at Ledgestone last week is, of course, Drew Gibson and Kyle Klein. Both those stories being centered around Northwood Black. Drew Gibson in that buzz, man, he threw that orange buzz on literally every single hole. For all kinds of shots, whether it's Anheuser, straight, Heiser, 450 feet down a tunnel with no ceiling. Really, really showed his chops. And uh, he's just proving, he's just so buttery smooth. Doesn't have that forehand that people think you need. And man, his, his putt has improved. And when he's hitting his putts, he's right there with anybody. And you love seeing such a tough and technical course rewarding. You know, the cream does rise to the t- to the top. 
And that brings us to Kyle Klein, of course, who we know is the cream, the creme de la creme. Uh, we know that's Kyle Klein. We've we've been saying it on this podcast since episode one. Kyle Klein is the third crush boy. He's actually for sure better than Simon. And um, can't say enough about him. So he, Calvin shoots the seven down at Northwood round one for the course record, of course, because it's a brand new course. And Kyle Klein comes out of nowhere and shoots the eight down in day two. And the story is, uh, so the last day we're obviously at Lake Eureka and Kyle Klein actually took the lead when we got lightninged out. I believe he took the lead on hole five or he they were on hole five and Ricky was on hole three. Ricky was putting for bird and Kyle was one or two strokes ahead. Uh, but of course we got the news that canceling the final round and it's the, the final scores after three of the f- three of the four rounds would be the final. Shout out Kyle Klein. Shout out Drew Gibson. Now, let's talk about our sweats on prize picks last week. And that brings us to our sponsor, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily fantasy sports app. But they are not just some daily fantasy sports app. They are the first and only daily fantasy sports app that is taking entries on disc golf. That's right. They give you a line. You pick the over or under in total strokes and collect money. It's that simple. Use our referral code HTL as in hitting the line when you make your first and initial deposit when you sign up and they will match you up to $100 on your deposit. And what's great about the promo money that they give you is you get to use it right away. You don't have to Earn it back slowly by placing a bunch of entries uh, like you have to on most and other sites. So once again, use our referral code HTL when you sign up. It goes a long way in supporting this podcast, and we appreciate it. Looking at some of our key spots last week, it was the story of Jeremy Colling, Anthony Barella, and Ezra Aderhold. The Jeremy Colling story, of course, being us taking him correctly on the under in round two. This was the first round at Northwood Black. When we knew all of the overs were juicy. When you see that you really love either all of the overs and all of the unders, base your strategy around that. You know, if you want to hit a 10x sweat, you better pick all the overs. Just start sprinkling in overs everywhere you can. And then you need that key guy to hold you down somewhere. And that was Jeremy Colling. We did hit 110x. It wasn't worth much. We ended up breaking even in that second round as Anthony Barella let us down, like always. And Ezra came through. The second round at Northwood Black was different. Anthony Barella finally came through for what seems to be like the first time ever for us. And Ezra, 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 Ezra. We we had our first true sweat on the $100 max 10X, five pick flex. All we needed, we were tweeting it live, was Ezra to go even 
on the last four holes of the course to hit our first 1,000. He leads it off with a birdie. Leads it off with a birdie. So we're one down with three holes left. And then he gets a par. All we needed was for Ezra to not bogey bogey 17-18. Of course it's Northwood Black. Ezra goes bogey bogey. We miss our 10x by by half a stroke. And man, that's just the story of wake up, grind, shower, cry, repeat the next morning, huh? Woulda, shoulda, coulda. All right, guys. And that brings us to the 2021 Idlewild Open being played in Burlington, Kentucky. This is a tournament with history. It's one we've got years of past. It's got rapport for us to work with when we're doing our course research in order to make our best entries. It is the exact same track that is being played as last year, except for one change. Hole 17 went from being a par 4 to now it is a completely different hole, and it is a par 3. So in years past, it was a par 68, and instead it is being played on a par 67 track. Every other hole is the same. These are generally the types of tournaments that we like to look to take advantage on these day ones because we have so much information to look at from the year before. We can see if a seven down is X-rated. We can see if a nine down is X-rated. Well, over here at Hitting the Line, we do have those lines. Oh, and by the way, don't ask me who I think is going to win this tournament. I'm not going to sit up here on my soapbox and tell you about how awesome James Conrad's backhand is and how awesome he is with the putters. Oh, he should tear up Idlewild. Dude, he just got scraped on the Northwood Black course. Paul McBeth this. Chris Dickerson that. Like, Kevin Jones this. Eagle McMahon that. Calvin Heimberg this. But Ricky Wysocki that. We don't know who the fuck's going to win these tournaments. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know who's going to win it, guys. I'm going gonna, gonna to pick, you know, any one of the, the top tier guys. And be comfortable with it. As for the the lady side, man, guys, I really think there are a lot more women. I think the field is much larger in that second and third tier of women. You know, below the Paige Pierces and the Katrina Allens, the Kristen Tatars, etc. I think that second and third tier of the women's field is a lot bigger than people think, and we're going to see a lot of. A lot more people entering that 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 higher range, and they're going to be competing for that second place spot, that third place spot, that fourth, that top five finish. I think we're going to be be seeing a lot of splashes in there on some lead cards, and it should make for an exciting finish to the ladies' season. Paige Pierce will win Ida Wild this week, though, and let's move over to our segment on prize picks. So at first thought, guys, when 
we think about the fact that we have all this information to look at from the years before, we think that puts us at an advantage. But of course, the house has access to all that information too. And so at first glance, when you look at Idlewild this week, I think the projections are extremely spot on. I think they're really fair. They have Paul McBeth projected at a nine down. That's a 58. Last year, round three at Idlewild, a nine down was a 1048 rated round. So they're projecting Paul at a 1048. I think that's fair. A 1035, I just use 1035 as a reference. Um, as we've mentioned before, I like I like the 1030-ish range, the 1050-ish range, 1060, and maybe 1000 as reference points. So at 1035, they have a seven down. That's what Adam Hammes is projected to shoot round one. 1035 is fair on Hammes. He could certainly shoot better. And these past couple weeks, we've seen him shoot worse. So Hamas is projected really fair. And then going all the way down to the bottom, Jeremy Colling is projected at a five down last year. That was a 1023 rated round. So they have Colling projected at a 1023. And he seems to consistently stay in that 1020 range. So I think the lines are really fair this week. They're really tough. I am inclined to, I like the unders a little bit more than the overs, but all of them truly are. All on a lot of these guys, you kind of just lean one way. You don't really, you don't really care for it. Um, so I lean a little bit more towards my unders this week. Those guys might be Kyle Klein. They might be Ezra. They might be Anthony Barella. But even I'm going to hedge on Barella and I'm going to take him on overs this week too because we know. We know Barella. James Conrad, I'm going to go under. Garrett Gerthy could go both ways. The fact of the matter is I'm not intimidated by Idlewild. They're coming off of playing the toughest course of all time. I think a lot of these guys are going to be capable of shooting better than their rating. Pick who you think is going to shoot better than their rating this week. Choose the under and sprinkle in some overs. Find some guys that you really like. Grab the overs that you have to. Probably play more flex plays. And good luck. I've got one lineup here that I'm not super proud of. I got... Anthony Barella, James Conrad, Ezra Aderhold, Kyle Klein, all under. Drew Gibson over a 61 and a half. So that's a 62 we need. A 62 would be a five down. That'd be a 1023 rating out of Drew Gibson is what I'm asking for. I did that on a five pick flex. It's it's that silly. Drew Gibson's coming off of playing amazing. And I'm saying, ooh, maybe his putting fails and he shows us why he's Drew Gibson. And then that over could easily hit. Or he could completely embarrass me and go back to back and just absolutely shred. Guys, I know Brody Smith says ratings don't matter. But this is what we lean on when we are looking at years prior and sifting through these lines. I'm just going to say the players. I'm going to tell you what the projections are saying their ratings are going to be. And you tell me through your actions of picking the overs or the unders. Here we go. 
Paul McBeth, Ricky Wysocki, Eagle McMahon, over or under a 1048. Calvin Heimberg, Chris Dickerson, over or under a 1045. Hamas 1035. Kyle Klein, 1035. Kevin Jones, 1030-ish. Nico, 1028-ish. Ezra, 1028-ish. Drew Gibson, 1028. That goes the same for James Conrad and Anthony Barella and Emerson Keith. Jeremy Colling, 1020. Over or under on those people, guys. Going through that, Kevin Jones stuck out to me. I'm probably going to take the under. Kyle Klein, Ezra. Yeah. All right, and that's going to do it from me, guys. Fuck it. Give me Kyle Klein to win the whole thing. Find us on socials. Twitter, at underscore hitting the line. Tweet at us. We'll be tweeting um, all weekend as the tournament goes on. We'll be tweeting our round two thoughts. Uh, So sweat with us live. Again, that's on Twitter, at underscore hitting the line. If you want, you could email us. Send us a question or something. Uh, any comments you have about the pod, feedback. We like feedback, positive, whatever you got going. And that email account is hitting the line podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's hitting line podcast at gmail.com. That's it. Peace. <laughs>